Lord have mercy, the podcast where we wing everything. Hi, it's yes. uh, Sean. Joined by and Chris. Chris. Yeah, I hope that welcome to recorded because you said it as the thing said starting to record, not as it said recorded. So you might need to say that again. You gotta say it again. Welcome to Sham Have Mercy. No, it's Lord Have Mercy, the podcast with the best. Not uh, when Sham's on it. Track. Not when Sham's on it. <laughs> Sham's not on it. We're using aliases now, aren't we? Oh yeah, I forgot our alias names, so we're gonna have to make new ones up. Okay, well I'll tell you what. When we do like the Great Purge, like we finish yeah. at episode one hundred, we're gonna start season two, and we're all just gonna we're just gonna go completely by aliases. Don't forget your alias this time, because yeah. otherwise your real name might leak out, and we don't want that. Ooh, I think on the first episode. We have to name each other. Right, okay. Yeah. But remember, guys, we'll have to flip a coin because whoever names each other first is going to get screwed. <laughs> it's going to be like Reservoir Dogs. You know, why, why have I got to be Mr. Pink? <laughs> You're going to be Mr. Pink. What? Oh, do you not hear Why do that? you have to be gimp wearing mask guy? No, that's Pulp Fiction. I've never watched Reservoir Dogs. It's a good film. You should watch it. Yeah, you know, the, you, mm-hmm. there's lots of like little references to those films in GTA and all that. Mm. You, do you know what the references? That's what's so brilliant about it. Yeah, it, it's it, GTA is like a big. Uh, look at American society from like a British perspective really yeah it really it? is because they're made in England and that, it's like like there's a there's a chicken like a KFC in uh, Liberty City is called the clucking bell which is a black adder joke <laughs> yeah you know like um, when they're going you know do you watch black, have you watched black adder I've watched the episodes here and there. Right, well, um, in the last episode, the, it's the one about World War Two, in, in the trenches, and they're about to go out on the front line, and yeah, you know, they ask uh, Blackadder what what he thinks, and he says, oh, something along the lines of clucking bell. You know, uh, fucking bell, as in, I don't get the reference, though. What? I don't get the joke. Instead, he didn't say fucking hell, because he's about to go and die in the war. Oh, oh I get it now. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can't say fucking hell on BBC back then. Yeah, Black is hilarious. Yep. Um, are, you, are, you, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. That joke what? just killed me. How did that kill you? You just... Were you ever even here in the first place, Sham? Come on. No, wake up. Really. I'm a figment of your imagination. You see, you, you work at home 
and this is what it turns you into. Just some lazy slob who can't even get up to do a podcast. What the fuck, That's man? That's basically it. Well, to be fair, yesterday I mm-hmm. was fucked. And I mean, like, I was gone physically, mind you. When you guys called me, usually I wake mm-hmm. up when I get phone calls. I slept right. throughout it. And what, what's your excuse for the other podcast you missed because you were too tired? <laughs> It's called being fashionably late. I just went a oh, bit too oh, fashionable. Okay, you you went you were a bit too late. Right. Remember that one podcast where I showed up for the last five minutes? Yes, and you said um you you were gonna leave us on a cliffhanger, but then you never told us the cliffhanger. Like you never told us what it was. And so what what gives? What is it? The fans are waiting to hear. What was the I can't remember. What was that story? <laughs> I just remember, I that, remember the that it'd been a cliffhanger. Like, you're saying, you're telling some story about hurting yourself or something, or breaking your leg, yeah. or a football, or someone else breaking their leg. Oh, no, you driving back with a broken foot. I remember that. Um, uh, shit. Yeah, my mind is in bits. I can't think of what it was, Sham. I can't. All right, let's uh, regroup that story and I'll say mm-hmm. from scratch. Maybe we'll figure out the cliffhanger. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I broke my ankle, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I popped it back in place and I'm walking back. And, yeah, uh, yeah this uh, Kurdish guy, Turkish guy helps me mm-hmm. to my car. Like, nicest right. guy ever. Yeah. And so I drive my car, and honestly, it was the most painful experience of my life, driving my car. Oof. I bet. With for one foot. thing, yeah, for one thing, I'd hurt my left leg, not my right leg. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it do, in a car, it doesn't really matter. Actually, your left, your left leg, your left ankle, that would be better yeah. in some cars because... Yeah. Um, automatic cars, you only really need one foot. Your right foot. Right. Okay. So you, breaking. Yeah. So so you, that that's not too bad, right? I mean, you could be using that, your clutch. That wouldn't have been too bad. You're stuck except, in traffic. Except I wasn't in an automatic car to use my clutch. Oh no. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so every time I changed gear, it was agony. Oh, I bet. You were agony. Like, just coming to so a stop, that to, little, look, the little bumps you have when you like come to stops and all that. Yeah, oof, it was just pure agony. I still got it home, but yeah, yeah I drove in. So, luckily, it was like the it was quite late at night, so there was no traffic. Mm-hmm. But basically, I just drove at one constant speed, so I'd, yeah. to try to minimize my gear changes. Right, okay. That's a good idea. I mean, so, like, I get home and I call my mm-hmm. brother. Whilst I'm sat in the car, I call my brother. I'm like, I need your help getting out of the car. I physically can't right. get out. What, what so, my do? brother did and my just... dad come and they. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they actually came and helped you? Yeah, they came and helped me out of the car. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it was bad. Like,. The thing was, it didn't look too bad because I had my football boots on. Now, football boots are stupidly tight around mm-hmm. your foot. 
In, in a way, it's a good thing because it stops your foot from swelling up straight away. Yeah. Right. The moment I took my boots off, mm-hmm. wow, my foot swelled like crazy. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. it swelled up. Right. Definitely and sounds like a broken one. Oh, it's horrible. So, like, I tried to rest it off, and I was there for about half an hour, and everyone's like, mm-hmm. you have to go to hospital. So I go into yeah. the hospital, and I'm waiting in A&E. So, you know, mm-hmm. I told you I was playing with these guys. Mm-hmm. While yeah. I'm waiting in A&E, one of the guys comes in. He's broke his foot. Oh, yes. Right. In the same game. So I broke my foot, and he must have broke his foot about half an hour later. Oh, bloody hell. You should have just stuck around and then. You was... both have got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> both have got to drive to the hospital. His was worse than mine. Was it? Yeah, because I dislocated my ankle and put it back in clean. Mm. Mm-hmm. He broke. Like, he dislocated his ankle and it broke. He had to wear wow. a shoe. He had to wear a shoe. You know, he had the... to wear a shoe. You know the for you when you have a broken ankle. Oh right, you like one of those big, that, big like, Yeah, the big space boot. One yeah, small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That one. Yeah, that game was cursed, man. That was such a cursed game. So the ball was like iron, right? The ball was as hard as nails, like. Mm-hmm. They, it was they well over pumped that ball. It was like uh, footballs aren't meant to be over pumped. Like people like over pumping footballs because it means mm-hmm. that they get a nice shot off. You know, people were yeah. shit at football. Yeah, <laughs> like, they like over pumping the football because it means they get a nice shot. But obviously, yeah. uh, people that play on a regular basis know not over pump mm-hmm. it because it causes injuries. And these weren't those guys, and you were just hanging out and playing football and kicking the ball. These weren't, yeah, these guys that I played with were not my regular guys mm-hmm. that I played football with. And they weren't regular football players. And that was right. the biggest problem. Yeah, so it was just all sloppy technique, just tackles and no one yeah. saying anything. And just oh, one all of the tackles, nastiness. right? was mm-hmm. so bad I went head first into the uh yeah so you like play in a cage mm-hmm. right and the, they have like uh but uh, the sides are boarded one of the tackles was so bad during this game I went head first into the board mm-hmm. uh-huh. I want to see that I want to see you just go boom <laughs> It's actually not not like a boom. Like uh, I went diving headfirst into the board because of the tackle. What what did you do after? Did you get up and give him a couple of knees to the balls, as you know what to do? It's a part of the game, isn't it? You get tackled, mm-hmm. and uh, like you know, I didn't even have to do anything. My teammates uh, just started yeah. kicking off at him. You know, I'd I'd be more interested in football if it had like fights, like hockey. Imagine someone throws out a in head the lower kick. leagues. Well, they do in the yeah, lower but leagues. it's not like sanctioned fights, is it? It's just people getting pissed off and fighting. 
Like in hockey, you get the hey. referee standing around and <laughs> calling the action you know, like he's Herb Dean. Do you know who Eric Cantona is? Yes, I know Eric Cantona. I, I know he was a, yeah, I know I, of him, and I know he was a dirty player or something. Did right? you see what he done to the fan? What did he do? He drop kicked a fan during the game. Why? <laughs> that sounds hilarious. I want to see that video. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So what? So this fan is acting up. So he just runs up and drop kicks him. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Find that video, Sham. That... Yeah, I got a picture of it. <laughs> you will love the technique. Okay, it's straight out it. of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's see it. I'm just sending it now. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't know. I thought someone who appreciates violence like you do would have seen this. Oh, that is lovely. You know, Liu Kang. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened to him after that? Did he get told off? He got a lengthy ban. Oh, lengthy ban. For hitting the fan. Yeah. It's, you know, the, that... the thing is, fans fucking deserve it. He got a nine-month <laughs> ban. Why did he do it though? Did he did the fan shout something or something or? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Probably. Both. I think fans fully deserve it. I mean, if you're gonna talk, talk shit gets smacked. Where, where's Eric Cantona from? France. Okay. He's the you, least you know. French person you'll ever see. Yeah, it's not a very French move to attack a fan. I I think he was from like Chechnya or something with that attitude. Mm. I I could imagine like Khabib doing that. Oh oh, what's his name? <laughs> you know who I mean. Khabib Kamp- doesn't Zat. attack. Khabib only attacks fans that mm. are MMA fighters as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. Okay. That shit that, that's MMA true. fight is like Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis <laughs> has literally been beat up by everyone at this point. I saw the video where he got beat up by the security guard. He got out jujitsu by some random security guard who had his back and just <laughs> oh dear. Didn't he get beat up by uh, a boxer or something? What What was that story? I haven't heard well, that was one. Was it KSI or Jake Paul? I can't remember. Dylan Dennis got beat up by someone and he started running away. Really? I want to see this. You know, I haven't really gone much into the Dylan Dennis law as it is. You know, I, I, oh, I've heard all about him. Everyone seems obsessed with, like, making fun of him. It, he's kind of, like, become, like, a bit of a joke, hasn't he? Yeah, he is, he's always a joke, do you get me? Yeah. He literally made a career for himself for being attacked by Habib after a fight. Yeah. Exactly. That was his entire career. I mean, he could have. He had really good jujitsu. It would be interesting to see him, you know, have more fights. But like, he, he seems content with just sitting it out, doing nothing. Oh, here it is. Yeah, who's a boxer called Anthony Taylor? Right. Anthony Taylor. All right, here we go. <laughs> D- 
Tannis. He's not even a good boxer. He's had <laughs> five fights, three losses mm-hmm. and two KOs, <laughs> two wins. I mean, this, what what is what is the whole thing here? What happened? Did he just walk, walk to Dennis and punch him or something? I'm not entirely sure. Here's Dylan Dennis, though. <laughs> hey, bloody hell. You know, I, what, what's he like? Right? What, what what is this Dylan Dennis like? Does he does he still fight in Bellator? He has another fight in a couple of years, I think. But the guy just needs to retire. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's like you know you get your McGregor's and stuff who talk, but it's like the talk and they keep fighting and they build towards a point. This guy just talks. And he has a couple of fights, yeah, and then you never see him again. And it's just, come on, man, like just have a fight, just fight someone good as well, and let's see what you can do. Yeah, he hasn't fought since 2019, so that's like four Bloody years. Hell. Dylan Shamus. <laughs> he so, weirdly so looks like me. Yeah. So is that what your model yet? Your style off, your model it off, your hero Dylan Dennis. It's actually the other way around. Oh, he models it off his hero Sham Seven. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, a lot of fighters look up to Sham Seven. Yeah, like a Nas Munir. Exactly. <laughs> What's got? So is a Nas retired? Uh, you know what? I th- I think he has, and yeah. I don't blame him. Look at his situation. I would retire. What's going on with him? Well, from what I understand, he's got a lot of TV deals. He does a podcast now. Oh, right? does he? So he's in what, my what realm. So we're en- enemies now. Oh, he's he's competition for us. Yes, is what you're seeing. Oh my God! What what what's yes. this podcast? But his is in goods? Arabic. Oh, it's okay. in Arabic. So I think for now, for now. What what is this podcast though? Let let's plug our boy Anas. Hopefully, he can do the same for us. You know what? I should contact him. Yeah. Wait, when did he start the podcast? Did he start it because of us? Because we started one. He really wanted to be on this podcast. It was just, you know, with the timing and him being in mm-hmm. Dubai, it was just really hard. Yeah. So is that why he started this? So we have already yeah. like, we've already like inspired another podcast. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We we are legends of this game already, Sham. People are going to be talking yeah. about this Lord Have Mercy podcast in years to come. Like how many, how yes. many people we inspired and... You know, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's this, it starts off little things like this, and then it builds up. Before you know, it, we've got thousands of views, thousands of listens. Yeah. You know, and get, then people just will gotta... be, uh, then we'll be in, a, you know, the international criminal court in the Netherlands. No, that's okay. Our aliases will be. No, we will be. <laughs> okay. Not if they don't find this podcast. 
See, does, doesn't it give you a bit more motivation, Sham? Doesn't it get you motivated? Yeah, let's get at it. We need done 100 episodes. We're almost at 100. Exactly. The big one or or. Can you believe it? We've already we have done to do over a road 100. trip for the big one or or. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to be a special podcast. Which, which means our timing has to match up, right? We don't want to leave the fans hanging for too long. I say we go to another country. Oh, bloody hell. Well, uh, say that again. You went, you went quiet. Um, we might as well do it in style. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I would like to, but uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to pass on that. Why, Chris? I'm so sham. Is it because you're a registered sex offender and it's very hard <laughs> to? Get no, I'm not a registered sex offender, sham. Okay, they never found any evidence. <laughs> they never found every any evidence other than what was on your laptop what was on my laptop sham other than many cum stains no i said your laptop not your carpet (laughs) (laughs) You, you, you know like those um those detective shows when the the finding semen with the light around you around the hotel room. <laughs> Does that actually work? That's what I'm wondering. Like that, that <laughs> like it just spots semen, nothing else, right? Because there's a lot of bullshit like they say on TV that isn't actually real. What like? Oh, I was watching something yesterday and they explained how like mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that at all. So and are it you? Blew my mind because I, I, I can't remember what it was. So are you telling me there is no Stargate? No, there is a Stargate. Oh, okay. I, I thought so. But it's very gay if you think about it. <laughs> you never watched Stargate? You don't like Stargate? Oh, bloody hell. That's a good point. It's like that Gorty meme. Oh, just the big Stargate. <laughs> I never put that together. Oh, God, Sham. Why do you think of these things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Stargate, Stargate was a good show. Did you ever watch Stargate? Obviously, you think it was a good show. I know I do, because it was, right? And there was an episode in Stargate where... Someone who knew about the Stargate made a TV show about Stargate. So it was a TV show within a TV show. And it kind of makes you think, oh, in reality, what if that TV show is just like of our reality? So it's like TV show in a TV show in, a, in reality. So it might be real, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be like if this podcast was actually in a podcast about a podcast. Bloody hell. Now that's uh what what's a word for that? Podcastception. Badoomsh.
Ja. Hey. Hey. Bloody hell. What was that? I don't know Wahid, but he said it off. Wahid's too tired. Pussy. I was too tired, okay. I at least had the decency to ignore everyone. <laughs> hey. Yo. <laughs> I appreciate what Wahid's doing more, Sham. Okay, let us know. Don't just have us hanging. To be fair, I'll let you know before the podcast. You yeah. Right, or Sham. So, have you got anything on your mind? What have you been up to lately? Okay, so... Um... Yeah, uh, what's it called? How's fasting going for you, Chris? Yeah, it's going all right. Just uh, hungry in the morning. Uh, you know, you know, I've been uh, eating Mikados, and they taste extra nice. I will say that. Not much else, you know. Like I, I'll tell you what, though, Sham. Next week is going to be so, so bad. Because, you know, I'm working day shift, so I wake up, I go, do my my job, my hard job, my back-breaking labour, and then I come home and still, like, two hours to go before I eat. I might not make it. Oh, that's fine, though, because by the time you finish work, it's, like, half five. But, like, by the time you're home, it's close to six o'clock, and... The fasting mm-hmm. opens at half seven-ish. Oh, half seven. I'll be passed out before that, man. And I'll wake up at like five o'clock and I won't have time to eat. <laughs> Welcome to our world, Chris. Welcome to our world. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. This guy gets to work from home. Yeah, exactly. Look at you, you bloody... You're, you're like one of those indoor cats, aren't you? You're just like... You're just living with your, like, ten cats and your cat mom. And you're just living in paradise. Not going oh, outside. All you know is, like is the world. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like an outdoor cat, you know? I'm more like a lion. Right, Jam? I go out... And I hunt, and I get me food. You understand, Sham, the difference between us? You know what? You do raise one point, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking about this. I I know a lot of people, you know, go out and do labor jobs. They're jealous of those computer guys that just, you know, sit on the computer all day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a yearning that people don't understand. I yearn to go out physical labor job. Oh, really? I love to switch my brain off and just mm-hmm. work. You get me? Real work. Mm. Yeah, like, right, that's what that's the gym is for. Use the gym for that. Yeah, that's what I asked you. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but it doesn't cover the whole thing. I think it's in our genetics to go and work mm. physically. And oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, 
I saw the uh, David Shaw on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was talking about like being living in Africa in a tribe and going hunting for baboons with the tribe, where they're just like yeah. running for days and hunting the baboon down, and not drinking any water and just keep hunting it down. It, it's just running for days like Lord of the Rings. You know, you're chasing after your hobbits. <laughs> That David hmm? Shaw guy is so fucking weird. Yeah, he's in Japanese prison. You ever hear about you that story? About which story? He, he ended up in prison in Japan because he uh he beat up a security guard at a library. You know his stories? I've heard quite a few. Hmm? Like, I heard a story that... um. I don't remember he did something fucked up in Africa and like he was like no it's normal over there oh what did he do oh, I, was. Did he have I wanna know hand? oh really yeah, I don't remember the story but I remember thinking I, I just remember thinking you are so full of shit <laughs> really so, so you think he's just making it up I think he's just making it up. He's clearly over-exaggerated. Yeah, yeah maybe. I can't I, remember I don't what know. it was. But it was mm. so fucked up. It was... God, I wish I remembered what it was now. Because I remember hearing what was coming out of his mouth and thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no way this is fucked I, I believe him, Sham. I believe everything about what he says. I, I believe he had sex with... All kinds of animals, zebras, elephants, giraffes, pterodactyls, you name it. Possibly. I mean, mean, you're in in Africa, right? Isn't that something you'd like to do? No, not really. Not really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know how the saying goes. (laughs) <laughs> what's saying <laughs> when in Rome do what the Romans do right and when in Africa um, have sex with a giraffe this is the thing in Rome they used to have sex with goats but I don't see any Romans oh, having they? sex with goats nowadays just the Welsh yeah exactly the, the, the culture has moved on <laughs> well, clearly people do what the Romans do. Exactly. But you, you know, it's it it's dirty. You know, what why? why? You know, I was watching a documentary on that. Yeah. You know how they say history repeats itself. Hmm. Rome was very LGBTQ friendly. The whole yeah, exactly. Right before yeah, it went down, right? Right before it went down. <laughs> exactly. A lot of people have been saying for years, you know, we're in the end times of uh, what we have now. So be prepared, you know. You've seen all these banks collapsing, haven't you? 
I think there will be a downfall to the West, but I think it will be similar to a downfall in Rome. It's going to take mm. a long time and it will be slow. Right, okay. So who's, who's getting crucified? Uh, who's going to be the, the Jesus of our times to get crucified? Uh, it already happened, Kanye West. Oh, right, okay. So so that's like our version of crucifying is cancelling you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, they, they crucify. Actually, yeah, you know what? Hey, there, there's, there's something there. History doesn't repeat, it rhymes. And, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. It is scary to think about it. But eventually, I think the world will move on. Uh, the way the world looks to me, it looks to me mm-hmm. like the Arab countries are going to start coming into power again. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got the money. They got the money, but mm-hmm. on top of that, they got the discipline to be in power. Yeah. There's a lack of discipline in the West. There really is. Like, if if America wants to go to war now, like, how many people are going to be willing to just sign up? You know, people aren't like wanting to go to a war. People aren't wanting to work hard. They don't mm-hmm. want to go to war. They they yeah. not wanting. They wanting an easy and simple life. The one thing yeah. that the West has advantage of right now is the entire world wants that. Yeah, exactly. The entire world wants what the West has got, right? Mm-hmm. So it's in a way it's an advantage because they don't want to go to war because they know if war happens, you'll regress, you won't progress, your society mm-hmm. will go backwards. That's right. And Everyone you know that. to be at peace. Yeah. But no one wants, everyone wants to just sit back and, you know, watch telly and be lazy. It's weird, isn't it? It's like, it's like, you know, the people in, in Wally. Have you seen Wally? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, when he goes into the spaceship and the people are all fat and just watching TV and being fed like, you know, processed foods and, you you know, that's what people are wanting to be. Just yeah. sit back and enjoy my stories. I don't want responsibilities. I don't want to do anything. Because it it's such a... how you see life. Because, yeah. I'll be honest with you, people in the past, that would have been like heaven to them. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it is in a way, isn't it? But it, like, it's also... You, you know, you're, you're relying on things to be in their place for you to enjoy that. So, you know, you're kind of you you're kind of a slave to all your to that to that feeling that but want of being been of just chilling. See, I don't like this. I don't like mm-hmm. this whole slave thing because it doesn't make sense, right? Right. Everyone has always been a slave. Every single person, right? We're a slave to lots of things. We're a slave to the earth because we depend yeah. on food. Right. We're a slave to our emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to be. 
you, you can just get you don't like have to be. get the assault or level to be over that and not to be worried about not to get overly emotional about things but then I think, uh, you lose what's yeah. human about you and that's exactly mm. what the government wants you to do they want just you to lose be, emotion. be a blank emotionless state like just like yeah. slate i mean like just be like a robot yes i will do this but this is what I'm on about, you know, we've always been a slave to something. In the past, during the medieval times, we were mm-hmm. a slave to food. Yeah. Because food was not, food is abundant now, it's everywhere. Back then, mm-hmm. you'd be lucky to even get an apple once a month. Oh, and that's bloody if you hell. worked hard. You get yeah, it? working hard on the farm. Do you, do you think it was really that bad, though? Like just family. Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was that bad and a lot worse. What you have to bear in mind, mm-hmm. right? We don't think of it too much, but back then there wasn't that many people. Yeah, that's true. It's like if we had that set up mm-hmm. nowadays, everyone yeah. would be in a famine. Oh, bloody hell. Everybody. <clears throat> there's too many people now there wasn't that many people back then so yeah you'd yeah. have famines and stuff but mm-hmm. the world was able to handle it that's true but yeah. you had to work hard to earn a meal i mean i mean it does make you think it makes you feel a bit ashamed to think that your ancestors went through all that shit and you're just gonna sit around and be lazy you know you know they they survived for a reason because they they were all no, hard. But that was the that was the whole bit of reason they went mm. through all that shit so that children wouldn't have to mm. you know what truly makes me feel like shit well how shitty modern day parents are yeah do you mean other people's parents or your own other people's my own parents oh yeah they? Oh yeah, yeah. Other people's parents—they're so shitty. Like I've seen some bad parenting. I think we're all a bit shitty. Gone at the times when there was always a phrase that I'd always thought that when I grow up, I'm going to be a father like this, where it's you build a better world for your children. Right now, we're not building a better world for our children. No, we're not. Why not? I think we're the first generation ever that's leaving the world in a much worse place than we entered it. And, and you know, like, births are all down, all over the place. Yeah, At least in the uh, Western world. Yeah, in the, the that, that's a world, big... it's kind mm. of global, isn't it, if you think about it? It's yeah, but in mm. isolated places, so... Yeah, Birds like, like, I, I, uh, sorry, continue. Birds are down in Europe, they're down in mm-hmm. America, they're down in yeah. China and Japan. Mm-hmm. The only place where yeah. birds are flourishing is in, you know, is in uh, Arabia and mm-hmm. uh, Pakistan, India. Well, I'll tell you where else births are flourishing. Yeah, you know, the Amish community. Yeah. Yeah, their their births are flourishing too. They're having a lot of more births than usual. You know why this is, right? It is a 
because they're broken and we're not. I don't know. What, why is it? Uh, it simply comes down to this. We're too greedy for money. Yeah. Uh, right. The way society's mm. set up right now, businesses, it, it's weird because I don't know what society and businesses are literally there's no planning to it it's like make money so what do they first mm-hmm. do there's not enough workers so they bring in female workers yeah right so by bringing mm-hmm. in female workers obviously we've now suddenly taken a big chunk of the population out for childbearing yeah that's true women just, so like the women, women are going to be at the office now on top of that because we bought in female workers, right? Mm-hmm. We've made the price of housing completely unaffordable. Yeah. So is that because of female workers? People who want to have or? kids can't can't afford to have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it gets worse. Even if you already had a home, right? Mm-hmm. And you're pretty set. You can have children. Then suddenly you've uh, got to think that you need two incomes to run a house. Now, so one income is not good enough, Mm -hmm. right? If you have two incomes to run a house, so both you and your wife have an income, your wife will have to stop working to look after the child. That's right. Yeah. So So basically no time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You literally can't afford to have a kid. Exactly. It's uh, it's not a good situation, is it? Is this, is this how you feel? Like, how would you approach this? Like, are you are you set? Can you have a kid? Like, now, if you accidentally got the other pregnant? I've had about three kids already, Chris. Oh shush! <laughs> no, you haven't. That, well, that you know of. Oh come on, Sham. Okay, so so you're like. You've got like three different kids to three different women, right? Is that it? That's it. Okay, good. Um, I, I thought so. But um, <laughs> not that I know of, anyway. Okay, right. No, in other but words, you have zero. In zero. <laughs> I think one of the biggest issues comes down is no one can afford to have kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even when you're well set, you mm-hmm. like even when you're well set, you'll probably just have one kid, which isn't enough to replenish the population. Yeah, that's right. But but isn't like uh, all this, you know, population, you know, what's the opposite word of boom? Deflation. I don't know. Population deflation. Fine. Yeah. Right. Isn't this like a good thing? Aren't we like causing carbon emissions and global warming and all that? Right? Yeah, you can see in the long term, it might be mm. a good thing because we're now reaching a point of society where, like, um, you know, mm. we've, uh, we're pretty much hitting our limits. The problem is, is the entire world isn't on an play, even playing field. <laughs> so, yeah. The West's population is declining, but the East's population is booming. Yeah. Again, the mm. Middle East and Middle East. Asia, South Asia, their populations yeah. are booming. Now, historically speaking, 
mm-hmm. right? When there was in the past, basically what they would do in the wars mm-hmm. was they would have loads and loads of kids, you know, to prop up the armies for the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like a thing. The Muslims did it really well, hence why they took over so much of uh, the world. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. And uh, the Muslims did it. You know who the best were? The um, the Mongolians. They were on another level. Oh yeah, Genghis Khan and his his merry men. Yeah, they would go <laughs> and they would literally have kids with loads and loads of women. Just yep. gather them together and put them in soldier training camps. I have kids with that, that? That's a very uh, nice way to put it, Sham. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just uh, had kids with a, a group of villagers today in in one of my army raids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it replenished the army. Hold on, I can't hear you. It replenished. I can't hear you, Sham. Talk, talk closer now? to the mic. You sound, you sound too low down. What about now? Now you sound fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it replenished the uh, the armies basically, because mm-hmm. back then it was like the amount yeah, of soldiers like, you had was a big tell. It's like planting a tree, isn't it? <laughs> After you cut down the tree, you plant another one. So the problem we have in the future is if all mm-hmm. of our populations are declining, mm-hmm. but India's Middle East populations are increasing severely, yeah. then obviously the power of the world is going to go over to the biggest population. It's a, yeah. quite an anomaly that hasn't already happened. That's right. It's, uh... Right now, if you think of it this way, right mm-hmm. Imagine that your parents had tons of savings, like let's oh, yeah. say they were millionaires, right? Right, okay. And then you decide not to get a job, mm-hmm. and you just live off your parents' money. Yeah. But once your parents have gone away, you're still living off that money that's coming through. Yeah. Eventually, that money is going to run out. That's essentially right. what's happening with the West. The West accumulated so much money over the years, mm-hmm. right? through various different means, having big armies, technological advances, big populations. But now that the population's dying down in the West, they yeah. use up the money they accumulated. Eventually, that's going to even out and start going towards the bigger population. Right, okay. Yeah. And when that happens, war is going to come. Oh, bloody hell. So is that your prediction for the future, that? We're going to end up in a really big war that's boiling up right now, and that's going to be the end of us all. I don't think it'll be the end of us all. Uh, I, I mean, the end of like most of us. No, I don't even think that. I think we're going to go out in a whimper, not by yeah. a bang. Yeah. yeah. I think what will happen is we'll weaken so much over the years. We'll go into yeah. a wall. We'll just keep weakening and weakening, right? Mm-hmm. To the point that we become insignificant. Bloody hell. So we're just... I, I mean, that it's crazy, isn't it? Like, what, what what's life going to be like then? Are we going to still have, like, the luxuries we have now? Are we still going to have the internet as it is? Like, can I still stream UFC illegally? 
is an interesting thought what will happen yeah like, like you, you know they're gonna clamp down on that sort of thing so like what kind of censorship are they gonna are we gonna have on you say youtube or netflix in the year 2040 you know they might con- they might clamp down on it so much that it's basically just you know as liam is watching tv mm-hmm. but also yeah, you know censorship's a, a whole another thing <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's difficult though because autocracy in my opinion is needed mm. to have a yeah. stable strong society you need a bit of autocracy yeah um, hence why the you know the most the best places to live right now in the world are all mm-hmm. run by autocratic governments really really you have to think of it from an average man's perspective mm-hmm. yeah you see this is the problem with the west america's got everyone thinking that they're public enemy number one enemy mm-hmm. of the state do you get me and everyone's right. like crazy like oh i need to hide this i need to hide my identity i need to do this oh, right. i can't know about this yeah mm-hmm. but right. because of that mentality right mm-hmm. people don't understand the average person the government doesn't care for you you're not important mm-hmm. enough for the government to um you know take away your personal freedoms I suppose I'm not. I mean, not right now, but like, you know, one slip up, one accidental leaked secret and, you know, what's going to happen then? I mean, just take a look at Saudi Arabia. It's the most autocratic country on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. Worse autocracy than Saudi Arabia and Dubai. Mm-hmm. What, what is the best place to raise a child and have a decent lifestyle? I don't know what what would you say? It's hard to say Saudi these days. Is it really? I mean, what if you've got like a bad child who will cause some chaos, and then you know he's getting he's getting beheaded for his crimes? Serves him right. <laughs> child in the UK who's fucking right. going around, uh, you know, chopping his own dick off, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, killing little children. Right, okay. I, I mean, it's hard for me to completely agree, but I, I get what you're saying, you know, like there's a there's a poison going on in the West right now, and that, that that's what makes me think, like, is it a good place to raise a kid here? Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't want to. What would be your, what would you do if you had a kid? What would be your plan? There's no single country on the planet that shares mm-hmm. my values. What about Pakistan? Huh? What about Pakistan? Pakistan definitely doesn't share my values. They allow trannies. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about those. Um, there isn't a single country on the planet that shares my values. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Even Saudi Arabia, they don't share my values. In my what about opinion. what about Japan? 
Does Japan share your values? No, not really. No, not no. really. No. So you, so you like the hentai, but everything else. No, the sushi you go. Like the hentai. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Japanese in the way that you know they're very polite. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Got that down to a T. But where they don't share my values is they work. Mm. You have to go to work fourteen hours a day. Yeah, that 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 is freakishly bad. You know, I would I would hate that. There's no family life in Japan. That's why the population's down, isn't it? That's why the population's down. That's why they don't share my values. It's funny, it's like they get locked in this like life where they're, they're stuck, you know, basically living as part of their job. And, you know, all around them is these like pictures of these like anime girls and all that. And, yeah, you know, there's no women around and you just look and you see like a anime girl and like, oh, I fall in love. This is my waifu now. And then you, they just live like that. They live off that. No family life, just yeah, just living off. Yeah, no family life, just waifu. Just waifu. Yeah. China's even worse, man. They barely have any girls in China. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw plenty. Away, I saw plenty of women. I saw plenty of women and girls when I went over there. Yeah, but the population between guys and girls is insane. Mm. There's no other place yeah. on the planet that has such a deficit of population between men and women. Yeah, you know what? It's like, it's kind of weird walking around the streets with Catherine. It's like, are these guys going to get jealous of me? Are they going to are they gonna want to kill me for this? You know, it, it's, it's kind of awkward when I'm over there. Well, not really, Chris. All you need to do is get some cell tape, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Put no. it on the side of your forehead. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> I'll blend right in. <laughs> <laughs> You'll blend right in, Chris. Yeah. It, it's it's it is so weird growing up in the world we've grown up in, isn't it? Like we've gone from you know just television to the internet, phones computers all this all this yeah. information all it like and we've seen like the arts like the movies the video games evolve perfectly in line with our with our generation we are the last generation yeah. to experience what it was like before this and after this yeah it's it is weird does that that make you feel like you're neo you know you're like born in within the matrix not really but it does make me feel sad you know what makes me feel the most sad what when i see my nephews and they're just playing on well they don't play games or sports yeah that really saddens me. What the, what do they do? They just watch YouTube all day. They watch other people playing games. 
Really? Yeah. I that's mean, that, like that's a big for thing. Kids, you know? That is a big exactly. thing. And speaking of which, um, I've been uh, streaming myself. <laughs> oh, not again, Chris. Chris, <laughs> there's a reason what, right? right? Nobody wants to see your nudes online. Get no, no, not on OnlyFans, okay? Streaming on YouTube, playing Resident Evil. You know Four. you could get banned for that, Chris. The, the game, Sham, the video game. I've it, been... It's only because no one's subscribed to you that they haven't already banned you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you what, Sham, I've been playing Resident Evil 4. And it is amazing. But is getting, back, getting back on topic, right? you say that the kids, all they do is watch people play video games. They're not playing video games themselves. They're just watching YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. It's and like I'll... non-stop YouTube. It's so mm-hmm. fucking weird. Man. They don't even play sports anymore. Do you know there's a major issue with sports? Wait, hold on. Get closer to the microphone. Do you know that there's a major issue with sports? Yeah, what is it? Is it that we're not getting the athletes? Yeah, the kids aren't playing sports, so there's no athletes coming through. Like, what the fuck? They're playing esports. They're not even doing that. They're watching other people play esports. <laughs> That's a good point. Mate, you know how fucked up is? I was talking to my brother about this. Hmm. So... I wasn't looking at mainstream sports. I was looking at more like, you know, the second tier sports. Yeah. So like cricket. Like cricket, uh-huh. yeah. Well, yeah. I call cricket second tier because in England it is second tier. Right. But yeah. Here's an interesting thing. Historically, cricket, mm-hmm. the top cricketers, and cricket itself was bigger down south than it is up north. Yeah. Right. Right. Because down south, obviously, they're richer. They have more time uh, to play right. cricket and uh, yeah. they have better facilities. So right. they okay. still got all that. They're still richer. They still got the facilities, everything. But the cricketers aren't coming from south anymore. They're coming up north. Oh, that, that, that's because the rich people now are just sitting around watching YouTube or watching people play cricket. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. all that generation, the southerners, they don't mm-hmm. play the sports anymore, so that that's all being pushed forward, like up north. Mm-hmm. And it's the same for rugby as well. Like rugby used to be big down south. I mean, all the top rugby teams are same with cricket teams are down south. Like cricket mm-hmm. would have Somerset and Surrey, right? right? So then they were the big teams. Nowadays they're not. They're getting pushed oh, yeah. backwards. It's going more up north. Um, same with rugby, like they used to have Saracens, mm-hmm. right, and Twickenham, and all that's yeah. been pushed up north as well. So the north has taken over finally, and Gabugu will be the football champion. I don't think the north is really taking over the sports. I, I literally think that the north is declined less. Right, okay. Yeah, so basically, we're just getting worse altogether. We're getting worse altogether, but the north Mm -hmm. is declining a lot slower than the south is. The south, 
even right now in football, for instance, the South is mm. like it's re- dominating football at the moment. They got loads of football clubs mm. in the Premier League, but yeah, they might have loads of football clubs, but they hardly have any English players. Mm. Weird. All the English players that come from Northern academies. So what what is happening to England? To cause all this, I, I see it's the technology and whatever they're putting in the water or spraying in the sky. I think it's a society change, right? When we mm-hmm. grew up in the 90s, you could still mm-hmm. like have your dad work and your mum wouldn't need to. Yeah, you get me. And we grew up like that, mm-hmm. so obviously, we were the last generation that grew up like that. Nowadays, you got a problem in that. Both parents have to work non-stop. Yeah. So they don't have time for the kids. They don't have time to take kids out to a park to play. I guess, I guess all this YouTube and stuff is kind of raising these kids in a way. Yeah. Essentially, the internet is raising kids. Kids aren't going yeah. out. They're staying, they're staying at home and watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you ask them to go out, they're like, oh, no, I wouldn't dare do that. <laughs> Uh, so the streets are going to be bare and quiet. Yeah. Because no Normal one wants to leave. Stabbings? What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's kind of weird, isn't it? It's like the lockdown, you know, that, that was part of, you know, getting people in this position. Yeah. You know, it, whether it's the result of it or, you, you know, it's like you want to, if you want to crash people's dopamine levels, on a mass scale, that's what you do. And that's yeah. what's happened. That's what's happened. See, I told you it was bad. It, it ruined us all. Oh. You're lucky Lou isn't raised in this country. Indeed. I'll tell you what. I would like what? to see the future and see what it beholds both of us have you got any fa- have you got any plans for you, for like your life sham like when you're getting married when you're getting a half kids like what what where do you see yourself in 10 years uh hopefully there's a country out there that'll accept me that has my values i'm i'm hoping mm-hmm. that america has a civil war and separates the north from the south yeah. Oh, bloody hell. History repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Why do you hope for that? What what, what benefit would that have? Because I feel like the, as racist as the South is, I still feel like mm-hmm. they share my values the most. Yeah, exactly. Good old country boy. Alabama. Yeah. Mississippi. Like Florida and stuff. Oklahoma. Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? You know what would be a top level country if it wasn't for America? What? Mexico. What's why what was America done to Mexico? Well, the drug trade, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Completely. Right, okay. Mexico. Also, the open immigration policy. So all the smart Mexicans mm. leave Mexico and go straight to America. 
Oh yeah, the, they are. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But Mexico literally has it all. It's got a great climate. It's got great yeah. natural resources, right? Mm-hmm. Big population, right? Yeah. And uh, it's got it all. But it's such a shit show at the moment because of the drug trade. Uh, the yeah, drug trade has right. Mexico on its knees. Bloody hell. I mean, I mean, isn't Mexico just basically run by the cartel? Basically, yeah. So why? What's for, what? What? How's America responsible for this? Because America obviously used to pay the cartel. So basically, what mm. happened was the CIA, yeah. right, mm. used to pay. Mexican paratroopers to try to arrest um, uh, to try to arrest uh, Colombians essentially right, right, to stop their trade but mm. they didn't want the trade to fully stop because the CIA wanted their piece of the pie, do you get me? Yeah So mm. they let crack go through they oh, let right. drugs come through on purpose, right so they can be in control of it is this now, what, what caused the crack epidemic? Mm-hmm. Oh, bloody hell. The CIA is the main cause of the crack epidemic. They even yeah. admitted to it. <laughs> bloody hell. There have been rumours for years, and they came out and admitted to it. Basically, they were purposely letting crack go to poorer, in the poorer parts of society. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was better for them to let drugs go to the poor, to stop people from... Uh, Revolting. Yeah. Yeah, it actually works. That's a common, you know, that's the common technique. It's been done for centuries. It's just never talked about. The British did it to the Chinese. Opium. Oh, yeah, the opium in the, uh, yeah. That's right. You let drugs into a population, people will become less productive, and then they'll obviously have less. Uh, you know, they'll be relying more on the opium for their dopamine and they'll question less because they'd born at the time or the mm. energy to revolt. So basically, right, YouTube is a drug. No, a drug's a drug. YouTube no, but look, is just like television. But, but it's like that, yeah, television as well. It's like that dopamine thing you want. So basically, are we being used, are we being like taken advantage of by like a foreign nation using this technology to, you know, cause us to be like addicted to this, like this drug addict sort of thing, you know, with with YouTube in order to like keep us like docile like we are now? Um. Well, historically, people have always been docile, whether it was, um, mm. here's an interesting one. Mm. In Britain, back in the medieval days, yeah, they were, everyone would be drunk. You'd go yeah. to your farm, mm. you do your farm work, then you get drunk. And people used to have all these taverns for getting drunk mm. in. Yeah. And then coffee was shipped over from Arabia to Britain. Yeah. So they started opening up coffee houses up and down the country. Mm-hmm. But the government went and banned the coffee houses. 
Right. You know why they banned all coffee houses? Because it walked up the population? Essentially, yes, because people stopped drinking during mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. And started having coffee instead, which ah. made them more alert and more productive. And because they were more alert and more productive, they started discussing radical ideas in coffee houses. Bloody hell. Just like these so, days. Bloody Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting stuff. Even if, even nowadays, you know, when you see the way mm-hmm. society set up, there's no yeah. open discussions. Like you get discussions in pubs and bars. Yeah. You wouldn't get that in coffee houses. No, you wouldn't. So you wouldn't like go into a, uh, you wouldn't like go to a cafe and mm-hmm. uh, sit next to a random man and just start discussing life, would you? No, people are very much I to would. themselves, aren't they? Yeah. Well, why not? It's because you've been tailored mm-hmm. since you were a child to keep to yourself. Yep, that's true. You you get people who are like open in this way, like they will say, "Ah, oh, so what are you doing here?" Right? You, you, there are people like that still, but most people are just to themselves. And when when people are like that, you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what a creep! What a weirdo!" That that that's true. It's like. Depends on how charismatic they are, though, isn't it? Mm-mm. Like, if it's like someone who's like funny and uh, looks and ent- seems entertaining, you might have a little chat with them. Mm. Yeah, you know, alcohol See, does, lets you do that. that. That requires a hell of a lot of effort from that person. So, really, we now have a society that doesn't drink as much alcohol as it used to. Am I correct by that saying that? Because we got people from like let's say Muslim religions coming in not drinking, right? They're having kids, they're growing up not drinking. So rather than everyone drinking like as would be the uh the norm, because I think this whole drinking culture was like big even like throughout the sixties and seventies and eighties. I think you just go to work, then get come home and get drunk. Hmm? The drinking culture in this country has always been big since many years. Yeah, yeah, it's still big, but but is there like a decline in in percentage over the years? I think what is is there's a decline in drinking outside as a percentage. Mm -hmm. So Mm. people don't go out to drink because it's expensive. Yeah. But I don't think there's been a decline in alcohol use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right, I think but... there's other societal strains now, like people have to be alert at work and stuff, mm. whereas they never used to in the past. Yeah, you, 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 you'll get fired if you come into work drunk. I mean, yes. you won't, but I will, right? Because you, you work at home, you can just have a, as many alcohol as you want. That's true. I, I wonder what the stats are for people working from home and drinking. Have you ever phoned up like some like call center or something li- lately, and the person on the other end is clearly inebriated in some way? Not because the person on the other end is an Indian. <laughs> okay, that, that's true. That's very true. An Indian named Pete. 
Hello, I am Peter. Um, it's a it's an interesting take, isn't it? I wonder what drinking is like in society now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, think about it this way, right, Sham? They banned the coffee house coffee because people started talking and they weren't drunk. The banned marijuana. People started talking. They banned the dark internet and loads of legitimate boards for discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't tell what people were talking about. Your Twitter account gets banned if you say mm-hmm. something that isn't uh, to their liking. Indeed. You know, like, you use, like, there's like, the internet is like five websites now. I mean, not li- literally, but people use like five, web- like 10 different websites, like are used by 99% of people. And then the rest are used by significantly less. And back in the you day, know, it was all spread. You know what I hate? Websites get mm-hmm. hijacked by political like every single mm-hmm. website has to be political now and it pisses me off you know sometimes yeah. you just want to go on a website and have a discussion about random shit and somehow oh yeah always there go on youtube videos i guarantee you in the comment section there'll be something about politics on every single comment section. oh yeah absolutely like just someone like I, w- I was just scrolling down the other day and someone was like making a a political comment like that that's the thing. We're so locked in. Should I tell you what the worst is? Nine gag. Nine gag used to actually be good once yeah. upon a time. It used to be funny. Now it's just full of political um every single post is political related. Like check this, I've just gone on the website now. The very right. first post to come off is uh Let's see it. Right. So it's a guy trying to uh, be uh, trying to say women are bad, right. essentially. He said, my wife and I tr- tried to play COD multiplayer yesterday, shot right. her in the head while she was still trying to figure out the controls, and now she made breakfast only for herself and not the kids. Right. Okay. That, that doesn't sound like a very, that doesn't sound like a very funny. Yeah. Me. Exactly. Nine right. gags are meant to be funny. It's right, more yeah. of a political statement. Here's another one. 100,000 years ago, Estonians, Latvians, and Lithuanians, labelled as enemies of the people, were forcibly mm. deported from Siberia. Were forcibly deported to Siberia. So, yeah, that's not funny. Nine gag. Right. <laughs> yeah. Putting the gag in nine gag. Uh, here's a Ukrainian one. Armenia, uh, Armenia intends to ratify the Rome statue, which means Putin will be arrested once he enters, uh, once he enters the country. That's hilarious, that mate. Nine gag. Yeah, you know now gag used to mean like gag as in joke. Now it means gag as in ugh. You know, it makes yeah. you go ugh. Yeah, it makes oh. you gag. Now it's nine gag. Now they just posted a bunch of tanks, Russian mm-hmm. tanks. What's it say? What the fuck? 
nothing. It's just, just like just Russia's pants. newest MBT. What's MBT? I don't know, some sort of tank. Mobile tank? Oh, this is interesting. It's not funny, but it's actually quite an interesting post. Right, mm-hmm. they've got light maps of the world. So they've shown airports, then mm-hmm. uh, seaports, then roads. Right. And then railroads. That's actually quite interesting, but it's not funny. <laughs> so what oh, the hell? This is quite funny. Finally. Okay, uh, finally a funny one. Okay, come on. Oh, uh, so they've just polished the floor in this, like, place. And mm-hmm. a woman's walked in. And she slipped straight away and banged her head against the desk. So the woman at the desk <laughs> tried to get up to go and help her. And she's slipped as mm-hmm. well. <laughs> but that that's not funny. They might be seriously injured. That's uh, that's pretty funny. Women again. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, man! There you uh, go. Did did you ever go on cracked dot com back in the day? What was cracked dot com? It's just this website that had loads of like top ten lists and stuff like. You know, you got top 10 something movies or like it had some entertaining articles on. But then like there were in around 2014 that the turned and it started being like, you know, top 10 reasons why, you know, playing Mario Kart makes me trans or something, stuff like that. It just, it became really weird like that early on. The, you, you know, the book, um, this book is made of spiders or something. This book is full of spiders. No. Oh, well, well, the guy who wrote that book, he he was running this website. And then just went really weird. And I've just gone on it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, 13 cringy celebrity interviews. No one cares. Yeah. Twelve myth-busting moments ne- necessary because of TV shows. Actually, that was a good one. That was exactly what I was telling you about. How about twelve myth-busting articles not necessary because of YouTube? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this one's actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so a myth-buster is a uh, Blood splatter, blood splatter analysis. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, detectives doing the job of several people. Mm-hmm. The detective basically does every job, but in real life, mm-hmm. like the detective does one thing, then you have uh, other people doing other jobs, and they come together as a team to solve a crime. Okay, so Columbo isn't real, is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, let's see what else. Yeah, and like stuff like, you know, in uh, attorney shows where the attorney knows everything and is a legal wizard and is a step ahead. Oh, yeah. Most of the time they uh, have their moments and then they have to go and research on it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that why it takes so long in court? Drowning on TV where you see people splashing 
It doesn't work like that. Usually it's really quick. And the person can't call out for help because their head is under the water. Yeah, I I thought that the whole splashing thing, they were just like, they'd burn energy and then they would run out of breath and then they'd just let themselves go into the The deep. The thing is, the thing is, if they're splashing, right, Mm -hmm. they have enough energy to Mm. put themselves on the surface so they're not really drowning, are they? That's true. But what what if you're like in really cold water? Like then the you're not going to splash because of the shock. Yeah. Yeah, all your muscles will spasm and stiffen up. That'd be scary. What what is the scariest way to go? Um being trapped in a small place like one of the scariest yeah. you know when i was a kid and you used mm-hmm. to watch like you know when the walls would close in and kill someone mm-hmm. that shit imagine that in real life oh yeah that would be nasty just being crushed to death yeah like yeah you like what point do you die you know like especially if it's slowly I think the scariest death is starving to death. We don't really think about it much in modern day society. But how fucking frightening is that? It is pretty frightening. But I think like after a while, you just become like delirious. You're just like, you're just like, la la la. You go crazy. And you just start like, not even thinking about it. And then you just die. Yeah, but that's what you made to think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of the big ones is the pain that you yeah. suffer going through it. Oh yeah, the pain of hunger, your body eating itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is nasty. Yeah, I, I think you have a point. What about you're trapped in a room and... You're slowly breathing in and out, and eventually all the air goes, and you've got no air. And you're just trapped in the room, and you're like... (laughs) Yeah, suffocation's a scary Mm. one as well. Yeah. What what about simple beheading? That's fucking scary as fuck. It is. Especially, like, you know that people are still alive when the head is down for a couple of seconds. So you're just like a head for a couple of seconds, just blinking and, ah, my neck hurts. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. Well, your, your neck probably wouldn't hurt because they'd sever off the oh, yeah. nerve endings. So you'll be alive for a few seconds and then you'll just not be alive. Mm-hmm. I uh, think that's talk- why beheadings were done in the past because it was probably considered a more humane way of killing someone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I heard about. That's, hmm? that's another thing about this society. It's full of pansies hmm. when it comes to death. Like oh, you know, that. the whole anti-halal thing is so mm-hmm. fucking stupid. What's up? Like you mean like, in general, uh, just yeah. 
and in you general, allowed meat people and all complain that. that Muslims are brutal in slitting animals' throats. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, but, you're just killing the animal, aren't you? What what yeah. are we doing at our uh, slaughterhouses that's so much more humane? Yeah, exactly. Like, you literally sh- either shock the animal to death. How the mm-hmm. fuck can you consider that human? Imagine being electrocuted to death. Yeah, it won't be pleasant. It'll be like a big slap on the back of the head. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, oh. You either do that or you literally shoot the animal in the head or slice the head straight off. Yeah. So what, what do you guys do? There's nothing humane about that. You guys just I cut mean, the throat and let it bleed out? I think one of them is that they poison the chickens, like they suffocate mm-hmm. the chickens to death oh, by wait. putting them in a gas chamber. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, I'll, I'll be straight up with you guys. If you're mm-hmm. fucking putting a chicken in a gas chamber and killing it, why on earth are you eating that meat? The gas has gone into the meat. Yeah. So that, there you go. That that's like tainted now. Got that Cyclone B bloody chicken. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that chicken, okay, it, let's say if I ate that chicken or a chicken just basically, you know, it's some butchers. What, what am I, uh, is it more likely that, you know, the chicken made at the butchers or whatever killed their you know, whatever, and that would be better. Do you think that would be better? In my personal opinion, mm-hmm. eating animals yeah. that have been individually butchered, not on a mass mm-hmm. scale, is always yeah. going to be better. If they're butchered yeah. on a mass scale, then mm-hmm. something is going on to kill them at a mass That's scale. That's true. Because that that it is isn't true. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you kill so many in so little time? Yeah, exactly. Bloody hell. Yeah, you know, it, it is... I've I, I seen some videos. I've seen one with, like, a pig being carried through a machine that cuts its head off. Then the next pig comes through, and the same thing happens. Of course, the pig is just, like, there, you know being normal, you know, not knowing what's going on. Doing and all of a sudden things. Yeah. All of a sudden off comes its head. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy. It is. We 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 lived such privileged lives. Exactly. We're lucky. Well, the thing is, I've slaughtered animals before, so I'm quite passionate about this, yeah. What animals I've slaughtered have you... a chicken and I've slaughtered mm. a cow. What, what, what do you do to kill them? The chickens are a fucking bitch, man. Chickens mm. are so fucking hard to kill. Why? Right. For one thing, they claw the shit out of your arms. So you have oh, these, really? like, long gloves that go up to your elbows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the whole point of that is you have to try to relax the animal before killing it. But chickens, yeah. their whole nature is not to be relaxed. They're always moving and wiggling. Right, the birds, after all. 
yeah, the birds. So it's very hard to get a chicken relaxed. Mm-hmm. Right? It is possible, but it's very, very hard. And yeah. Basically put on these massive gloves so that the talons don't claw into your arms. Mm-hmm. You grab it by the neck. Yeah. Right? And then for the beak, you tie like a rubber band on the beak. Oh, right. <laughs> Just to stop the chicken from pecking at you. Yeah. You use your thumb and you put the chicken's neck sideways. Mm-hmm. Then you get a very sharp knife and you slit yeah. the throat. But you want to make sure that you hit, uh, is it the con, there's a name for it, a vein? You want to make right. sure that you hit that vein and slice it clean. Because if you what? don't, the chicken will be in pain. Oh, bloody hell. But once you hit it, uh, once you slice it clean, you mm-hmm. just put the chicken upside down. But all yeah. the blood rushes out of that vein and not into its head, so it feels less pain. Okay. Huh. So you slowly let the chicken bleed out. Interesting. So what about the cow? How do you kill the cow? Cows, you'll be surprised, but they're actually easier. Mm-hmm. Right. So cows are obviously docile animals, so mm-hmm. you just go up to a cow. You, yeah. like, you know, you pat it, you stroke it, you relax it down, you massage mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. And then there has to be a group of you. You can't do this on your own. Right, okay. Yeah. So what you do is you get the cow to step in. You know how you get those cowboy ropes? Yeah. Yeah. You get the cow to step into them, into one of those knots, and then you tie Mm -hmm. the cow's leg up and Mm -hmm. you put the cow upside down on a tree. Really? On a tree? You hang it up on the tree? Hang it up upside down on a tree. The, old, the cow must be mooing at this point, right? Like, more, more, yeah, more. It moves a little bit, but not not as much as you think. It doesn't panic as much. Right, okay. Cows mm-hmm. are very docile. And then yeah. you, you do the same thing with the chicken. You get a much bigger blade. Mm-hmm. You make sure to sever the, uh, sever the artery in the neck first. Right, okay. And then you let it bleed out. Oof. But it but doesn't, yeah. just the thing, it doesn't struggle or move. It just dies. Digni- it's like a dignified death. Really? There's no like panic in there. It's just like, yes, this is what I am made for. Food. Basically. It's like so relaxed and there's no panicking. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you just uh, wait it out. Till the blood's drained out. Now, a good knife, it'll die very quick. So you oh, have yeah. to make sure back in yeah. the plan, it's that it won't be considered halal unless your blade is fully sharpened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no blunt objects. No blunt blades. Blunt, blunt blades are the worst thing you could do for halal food. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, right, okay, because it's probably like infected as well been used a lot not clean uh, the biggest problem with the blunt blades isn't that it's infected mm-hmm. it's that it doesn't mm-hmm. cut deep enough yeah so obviously the animal's going to feel a lot more pain it's like yeah. you, know, you get a scratch if you get a mm-hmm. scratch from a knife knife mm-hmm. then it's yeah. going to hurt like 
tell. But if you get yeah. scratched from a razor blade, you don't feel it straight away. Yeah, that's true. Because it's sharper, a razor blade sharper, it cuts straight through the skin. Now, the difference is a knife cut tends to heal up quickly, but a razor blade one, that takes ages. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So, talking about button knives here. Even right. normal, regular knives, the sharpness, yeah. the difference in sharpness between a knife and a razor blade is crazy. Mm. I mean, you can make a knife as sharp as a razor blade, but you'll need like an, a specialist knife sharpening set. Bloody <laughs> hell. Oof. GG. So, like, what what do you feel after you've killed these animals? I don't feel anything. It's like, think of it this way. If you don't kill, they could have had a much mm. worse life if I didn't kill them. Yeah. If and just gone, gone to a waste. In a factory, you get me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a worse meal. Less healthy food. Next time, I think I'm going to kill a goat. Right, is that your plans? On Sham's plans? Plan number Once 50, kill a goat. Once I go back to the farm, I'm going to mm-hmm. take out a goat. How about you, you kill the most dangerous of animal, man? No. That's not the most dangerous animal. I'd like what? to see a man go one-on-one against a killer whale. <laughs> Haven't you read Moby Dick? Yes. And that was a group of men, and they still fucking failed. Oh, okay. And they had to use weapons. Uh, yeah, they can't, like, go mano-a-mano with the whale. Can't fight them in the octagon, can they? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I remember. I'm pretty sure, you know that uh, guy, what's his name? John Shaw. John Shaw? Oh, David Shaw. David Shaw, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he had sex with a monkey. <laughs> That's how you get AIDS, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, maybe that would be, like, the most casual thing ever. I mean, you know, maybe she was into it. What is that, Sham? This isn't you. the sound of you beating off to sex with a monkey, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, God. All right. Anything else, Sean? Nope. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. So how about you say the line, Sham? Waheed? 
Where's the heat? Where was he? We need someone to say the line. Ah, can you say it? I'll say in Wahid's voice. Okay. Leo's out, the Lord have mercy die. Thank you, Wahid. That was perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you.